0: Everybody, you're listening to So Many Sequels. I'm Josh. I'm Andrew. I'm Garrett. And I'm David. Today on the show, we are talking about Men in Black. I mean, I'm men in Black. Getting things back on track men with the Men in black. black. That was a rhyme. That is very good. That was a good bar. I, I busted that rhyme. <laughs> um, this movie came out in, what was it, 1997? Yep. 1997. 1997. What? I said, yeah, 97. So, uh, this one is the, In I, I think... And well, Certainly, in my opinion, I think it's common opinion that this is the movie that made Will Smith a bona fide movie star. I think so. You know, I... but right before this, he did Independence Day, and that's like okay, that's a big movie. But the second one's what sells it. Yeah, first one could have been a fluke. Right. So, double double movies. Well, st- double well, double big movie. He's not movie star. He's not uh, a marquee
1: actor in Independence Day. Like I don't think it's sold no. on Will Smith. No, cuz I think that Man was in, his debut blockbuster. But but Men in Black is sold on it's Will Smith yeah. and Tommy Lee Jones. Like that he's the selling point of Will the movie Will Smith so, and
0: Tommy Lee Jones. It was a big in Men, <laughs> Men in, in Black,
1: MIB. <laughs> um and so you yeah, this is the first movie where it's like he's the selling point, he's the marquee name and so like and it did well. So like from there it's like okay, we can this kid's good to go. He's a Hollywood star.
0: Yeah. This is like one of the quintessential 90s movies. Well, I think Tony. so. I think um, so, yeah. Like, like I said, really uh, certify Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, it also continued to help boost his music career, which for a significant, or not insignificant amount of time... Was just him rapping songs about the movies he started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. Fun... Was he got? Two men in, in black hindsight, kind of goofy. Wow, 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 wow,
1: West. He would have a Pursuit of Happiness song. Did he? Uh, no. no, no. I was <laughs> like, what I was gonna say? Did he know, do something that, for Ollie? That'd be
2: really funny. Did he not do something? I thought he did he something. He might have for done Ali, something though. for Ollie, but I don't think it was attached to the film. Well, now no, he's he... back doing. Uh, you know, I mean, they're not technically his songs, but he got all the stuff from Aladdin. Yeah, I don't um, get to count that my uh yeah, kinda.
1: My, my wife likes to point out that if you listen to any will smith song that's about about the movie that the second verse is always reserved to be about the villain Yeah, it's like the second ver- yeah every second verse he does is about the bad guy yeah wow. the first verse introduces the main i guess gimmick or, you know whoever it is men in black wild, wild west all that stuff and then second verse bad guy third verse if there is one is more or less the plot of the movie. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so, Men in Black is an Oscar winning film. Yep. Mm-hmm. It and, is an Oscar winning film. And nominated.
1: Yep. Three nominees. Based, nominations.
0: Based on a um, Marvel Comics book. Mm-hmm. I want to read them. I want to read them. I didn't know that. that. I want to read them too. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually by a, a, a smaller company called Aircell Comics. Yeah. But Marvel bought them out. Yeah. So, they're Marvel Comics. Marvel
1: uh, uh, published them. Um, There were only six issues
0: of that comic book. Limited run. Oh, wow. And it ran from
2: between
1: 1990
0: and 1991. Hmm. So there's your fun facts about that. Okay. I bet those are hard to find. Well. Nah, they're probably on Marvel. Unlimited. Unlimited, yeah. Yeah. I bet you they are. Um, So we already mentioned the two stars. There's a lot of other names in this movie, though. Some of them aren't really as well-known at the time. Uh, in no particular order, I'm just going to read some of them. You got uh, Vincent D'Onofrio is in this film. Vinny yeah. D.
2: Yep. Rip
0: Torn. People know him though. Yeah. Tony Shaloub. Yep. Uh, Rip Torn. Did uh, he
2: die recently? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. I thought. Yeah.
0: A very a young David Cross. That's true. And those are the main ones. Yeah. I
3: I will say that not a lot of credit is given to Vincent D'Onofrio. That man is like. That man is a. You mean in this film alone or altogether in life? In life, yeah, because like that man, he's is quite a, good. He's he really is. He's a he's a method actor through and through. I mean, like for this movie to like, he actually became an alien for this right. movie. Did you guys know that <laughs> well, he turned into he a giant only drank
0: sugar water? Yeah, <laughs> he's an excellent villain. Yeah, he yeah. plays yeah. an excellent. Villain. He wore he's his a, own
2: skin suit. Did you know that he's a? Then he yeah, drank nothing but sugar.
1: The water. dedication to physical oh. comedy on his part. Uh, is really good mm-hmm. um i specifically think about the time at the moment in the car where he pulls up in the van and he's trying to like watch casually but he's like trying to get his arm to move right and he's like... Arr, brr, arr, arr,
2: <laughs> and he, just the,
1: he just starts slamming the uh the car the steering wheel yeah um and uh yeah no in in generally he dudes a chameleon no he um, he really is because like he, he does all he you watch movies not you realize it's him
3: well, like, well, like, whenever he was, uh, what I read about this was that in order to make make his walk a little bit more awkward, mm-hmm. he wore leg braces. Yeah,
1: yeah that makes sense.
3: And uh, going as far back as his debut in Full Metal Jacket, he went and gained eighty pounds to play his role as uh, not Private Joker, uh, Private Pile. Private Pile, thank yeah. you. So, yeah, a lot of credits. A lot of credit is not given to that <laughs> man, and. Credits either, yeah, for real. <laughs> credits, crabbits, whatever. <laughs> Get this man some crabbits. Get this man some crabbits mm-hmm. and some credits. What are crabbits, uh, Andrew? They're like oh, you think. They're like currency on another planet. I was just thinking it's oh, okay. probably
0: one of the currencies used in the Men in Black. I thought it was going to be tiny bits of crab. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking
3: too. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, I just want to give
0: a shout out to Vincent Diofrio. Yeah, he's
3: great. Good, good job, dude.
0: <laughs> um. So the movie, uh, most people have probably seen it. Who are listening to this
1: this <laughs> podcast? Andrew and Garrett are locked eyes. And and, we're having he a real. Just said,
2: he just said, "Good job, dude."
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're having a real. <laughs> we're,
2: having a real oh, like, we're
1: having a real Sam Gollum moment.
2: He's real. That was
1: funny. Hey, wait, who's Sam and who's Gollum? Dude? Andrew's he's Gollum. Gollum and I'm Sam. <laughs> Garrett, Sam. Um, well, me once. Because, like we talked about during the Two Towers, <clears throat> uh, it's just. Andrew saying strange things under his breath, and Garrett losing his S over it. And then you're that Frodo, group. sitting over in the corner, just tired just of trying it. to get rid of this damn Tired of <laughs> the whole
3: experience. Who <laughs> are you,
1: Gandalf? I'm Gandalf. <laughs> I show up when the plot requires it. That's about it.
0: This all sounds pretty fair. Yep. Um, so the movie's about uh, Tommy Lee Jones. T.L. jerk Goes by Agent K in the film. Mm-hmm. He is a like secret agent for a secret government agency who handles aliens. Will Smith, uh, Agent J, mm-hmm. as he will become known as, is a New York police officer who gets wrapped up in this yep. and becomes his partner, and they fight aliens together.
1: Cool Yeah, and the movie's kind of built on the dynamic of Tommy Lee Jones playing a very straight-laced straight man. And Will Smith playing Will Smith yeah. as you as as we his the persona that he's kind of known to have that kind of cocky, uh, fun attitude.
0: Now let's talk about what this movie almost was, which was oh, yeah. uh, David Schwimmer in the Will Smith role mm. was a thing. <laughs> and before that, it was Chris O'Donnell in the Will Smith role. I'm gonna
1: have to ask
0: you to put down the weapon. <laughs> Who was that, Chris well, David, O'Donnell or David, David Schwimmer?
1: Schwimmer.
0: Chris O'Donnell oh, turned this role down to do Batman and Robin makes sense which may have been more financially smart at the time mm. but in the long run may I mean, have not have been he I mean he probably got paid more for Batman and Robin I would guess well he's been Batman forever wouldn't he no
1: no he was only well, two Batman movies right he's in Batman forever so he would have already been Robin by this
3: point but I but guess He's it not probably came it until the end, end time.
0: right so he's like, not like Robin in Batman forever is he
3: I don't remember. He's Is he not, just Dick
0: Grayson at the He's time? Dick
3: Grayson. He did, Yeah. Yeah, he's not Robin he until, like... He becomes
0: Robin at the end of At, at like, the end of that movie, like and then he's full-on Robin in the new movie. Like the last four.
1: into that. Movie. Movie. We'll, we'll get like to that, that eventually. Yep.
0: Either way, he turned it down because he found out the role... What does it say? He thought it was too similar to, to, to the Dick Grayson character and didn't want to double up mm. on those types of things. Weird. Okay. And Schwimmer turned it down. I uh, read a story that said that he... Had filmed a movie mm-hmm. with I think Miramax, mm-hmm. and part of it was I want you to make a deal with me. I'll do more. I'll will sign like a three-picture deal for you. I am paraphrasing the hell out of this, so right. Don't get mad at me. Rumor and innuendo. Um, if you let me direct my first feature film mm-hmm. and let me cast my friends in it, okay. He I guess came from this theater background in Chicago, and he had this group of friends out there that he wanted to put in a movie and he was like let me do this not the actual friends cast not the actual friends cast okay and because this is david schwimmer at the height of friends they're like yeah, all right we'll take a bet on you so then they came to him with men in black and he said no i can't i'm doing this instead i'm ge- i'm helping out my friends this could be their big break mm-hmm. i don't want to let them down i'm going to do this instead
2: do we know what movie you know- it
0: was uh i don't know that okay you know i don't even know if it got made you know, I could kind of see it.
1: Obviously, I, I think I'll, you could write, have written Men in Black, because I don't think it follows the comic book necessarily to the letter. But you could write Men in Black to fit whatever leads you want to put in that rule. Like, Jay, the character of Jay could just be a completely different type of character. Yeah. Instead of being, like, a loud, braggadocious, uh, cocky guy... He could be like a nerdy. Uh, oh yeah, uh, you know, swimmer or Chris would guy. almost certainly be a different agent. Oh guy. yeah, yeah, and and so you'd have a kind of a different Agent K who's like trying Hello. to like get him to be more. Uh, Chris O'Donnell
0: could pull off the cocky, oh and sarcastic yeah, guy. I could have, but obviously, what swimmer would probably be the like nervous guy who's afraid of everything. It's like yeah. I don't want to do this. He yeah. he'd, he'd be, be like a an introvert professor
2: of like. Alien studies or whatever—that's like on one of those History Channel documentaries—is just like paranoid AIDS. enough, but he's yeah. on the right track, dude. Aliens? No, he'd have to be—he'd be scared. He'd be like scared of everything, though. Ah, <laughs> yeah, well, I do you know,
1: like it. You could do that same—you could do that same scene where they give birth to the baby I'm octopus. Down with it. You know, I think Schmidt's like, hilarious. Like, and that's what. <laughs> and, so, in the, that's why you know—it's—it's—we'll it's, talk about Men in Black International sometime later. But like, that's why. It should be just a matter of, like, plugging in different kinds of character types into these situations, but, yeah. you know, it is what it is.
0: Agent K was almost Clint Eastwood. See, I could see that, too. I mean, could, but
1: Tommy Lee Jones is maybe a better. a different
3: movie. Oh, I mean, Tommy Lee Jones is a thousand times better. Yeah, Tommy Lee Jones has that comedic value. Like, he... Like, in a way. I, it's just, it, just the way his deadpan expressions are. Yep. Clint Eastwood... Clint Eastwood is more of... I mean, he's more of, like, a grizzled... Just, like, a grizzly old man. Yeah. And... It looks whereas, like a, yeah. whereas Tommy Lee Jones, Tommy Lee Jones is just, I don't know, there's there's just, the chemistry between Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones works. Tommy Lee Jones
1: looks like an exhausted bloodhound. <laughs> like, he has his ability to look totally exasperated, but... Fully in control. Yeah. You know, like, he's, yeah. not, he's not having a breakdown. He's not freaking out. But he is, like, totally tired of your ass. Yeah. Stop talking. All, all the time. Getting too old for this shit. Even when, yeah. And so, you know. So, the movie mm. opens without him, without them together. And then they, uh, Will catches an alien, more or less. And uh, gets to join the team. And you, you, like, immediately start getting their chemistry.
2: Yeah. Well, to, what I like is Tommy Lee is so, like, he is the authority figure. Like he opens up the movie coming in out of nowhere with this INS agent who's they're bringing a group of people out of the out of the van, and this kid is like something something sir, and he just goes don't serve me young man you have no idea who you're dealing with, mm-hmm. and the way he delivers it is like I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Even a- I apologize. I was like, I'm sorry, Tommy. <laughs> he's got a- I didn't mean that. I didn't say it, but I didn't mean it. You're a good boy. He's got a great gravitas. He's got a gravitas. Mm-hmm. But but like going back to the comedic power, one of the hardest laughs that I get out of this movie is when they push the red button and he's upside down in the tunnel and just it out to Elvis whenever he's like, meow, 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 and his head is just bobbing back and forth mm-hmm. and Will Smith is popping around. It's hilarious. Yeah. And he's just like, he just, Elvis is not dead, he just went home. And he's just yeah. having a good time.
3: One of the... Look- it, I was gonna say another just to add a little bit more to that. Whenever they find the bug in the morgue and they're chasing him, uh, Jay jumps onto a car and starts taking off. Kay just, <laughs> just turns around it. and yeah, it just casually walks, walks down yeah. the stairs yep, like yep, taking yep. his time. <laughs> See, for
1: me, a great example of Tommy Lee Jones having like his comedic timing. And him really probably working really well off Will Smith is like when Will first decides to join, or when uh, Jay first decides to join Men in Black, he's like, all right, you recognize that I got skills, so I don't want anybody calling me boy or sport or skippy or junior or any of that stuff. And Tom, like without missing a beat, like right after he finishes, he goes, whatever you say, Slick. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, and then you enter, you, you just, that energy that they those two have, it's a wonder that they took so long to make a sequel to this movie. Yeah. And then, that for whatever reason, they decided to wait another, like, eight years after that. Yeah. It, like, I, I don't know if it was all, I was all scheduling, or if it was a matter of, uh, you know, enthusiasm from the, your actors, but it, I feel like they could have made a lot more out of the Men in Black franchise mm-hmm. a lot sooner, like, a lot faster.
2: Yeah. I, I, I there are a lot of quotable and memorable moments of this movie i really like um uh, when you're first introduced to will smith and he's running around chasing this alien and he the alien is doing all this crazy stuff and jumping off the highways onto the streets and will smith is like what am i how am i gonna do it so he jumps onto this bus and he goes and hey, it'd just be raining black people in new york don't <laughs> it and then he just keeps going and then whenever he finally catches him up and he's like n y p d means i will knock your Punk ass down. (laughs) The way that they just—I mean, this is peak Will Smith. Oh yeah, and it's fantastic to watch him back in his prime. He don't Mm -hmm. make good movies anymore. Josh, would you agree with this? This movie came out at the perfect time because, like,
1: Will Smith is his charm, and Tommy Lee Jones, and it's just—it's just perfect. Nineteen ninety-seven. Yeah. Well,
0: look, I mean, everything's perfect. Will Smith is. In movie star terms, hot off the heels of Independence Day. Right. Tommy Lee Jones, for this type of thing, is hot off the heels of Batman Forever. Yeah. So they're two action for, stars for the, at this moment. And for... And now, Will Smith is like the guy who fights aliens. Yeah. yeah. That's his kind of his typecast. hmm And the technology in CGI is also close enough. That this movie looks good.
1: Yeah, if this movie so, had come out ten years earlier, the yeah it was these, originally the, the VFX might not they have held were originally up. working yeah. on it in
0: 1992, and a bunch of things got it delayed, so like, it would not have looked good. It would not so, have like the VFX
1: better. might not have held up if they were using it. To, you know, if they use it to the same degree. Obviously, they use a lot of like Rick Baker uh, <clears> costumes and things. But if it came out even ten years later, I feel like it wouldn't have stood out at all. Like it came out in like 2007. Yeah, you wouldn't have had Will Smith probably. Yeah. And you would, and so like it came out at the perfect time. It was right at the like the apex, maybe well, not the apex, but right at like the the, the, the peaking moment of Will Smith's career. And if people wanted to see Will Smith. And I, I don't know. It just like you said, it's one of it's like a quintessential '90s movie. And it's also
3: <clears throat> it's also a very fun movie. Like, yeah. It's, it's very. I think it still holds up yeah I mean I think it's so. it, well, how let's see 1997 how many years is that that's 23 years sure give or take yeah, yeah. still holds up pretty good and it's it's a very fun film <laughs> it's got a lot of got a lot of good action the the pacing is really good
0: mm-hmm.
3: um the direction is pretty solid I will yeah. say um
0: and I mean despite that it be the fact that it's not an, a completely original film it is adapting a story that was, is not well known. No, it's not trying to make a franchise out of something right. that, that already really uh, exists. Honestly, <laughs> is it
1: any different than like, hey, I wrote my, I, 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 you know, I wrote a book and I, you know, like it didn't really get published anywhere,
3: mm-hmm.
1: but like, you know, I self published it. I mean, is, is any like, you know, it's a limited run. Not that many, Not that many people really knew. You know,
0: right. I, it's right. And comic books weren't what they are today. No, right? I mean they There's... were. Uh, uh, they were for a specific community, like comic book readers. Nowadays, <laughs> everyone's into comic books. And this would potentially be a deep. Well, cut may, even they back may not then. be into reading comic books, but they're into the idea. Like, yeah. Yeah. like everything. So this, the the Men in Black comic book was a, a commercial success for being a comic book, but you know, mm-hmm. who in the mainstream knew about it? Right. Yeah.
2: Well, what I, and what I like about this movie is that it's it's mostly focused on action and they give you unexpected twists and turns with the humor. It's not, we'll talk about it next week, but it's not humor focused with action in the background and, and that is the right direction for a franchise like this because it should be fun and exciting and have you kind of guessing. Like, one of the things that combine, in my opinion, combines uh, humor and the action is the noisy cricket because this whole time frame you have Will Smith thinking that he's this big time guy and then Tommy Lee's just putting him in his place and so he gives him that noisy cricket and you think that it's just this little tiny puny gun is not going to do anything so he goes out and shoots it and it's got so much kick that it flies him back yeah. like that is an unexpected <laughs> reaction to a gun like that mm-hmm. and so it's a really silly gag but it's mm-hmm. also in my opinion relatively smart because you don't see it coming yep and and so they pepper those things in there Whereas in the second one, again, we'll talk about it next week. It's just stupid in your face humor, and yeah. it's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, but this
3: is well done, all the way around. <laughs> there is one. There, there are two things I'd like to say about this. Uh, one, even when I first watched this movie, because there's Agent J and Agent K, does that mean there's only 26 agents in the entire mm-hmm. the entire realm of Men in Black? They double it I up. They learn. they go. Double A, double B, double
2: B. <laughs> I mean, I mean,
1: I, Who knows? I, mean, I actually, I don't know. I've never
2: explained it as far
1: as I know. Maybe yeah.
3: it is
2: isn't the third maybe, Yeah, maybe they just have like 26 main agents and then some B agents who just mm-hmm. go by agent. Mm-hmm. There's clearly more people work there. Sure, yeah. yeah.
0: They may not all be agents, though. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But, yeah, I mean, that's a fair question.
0: Uh. Maybe they get promoted to like yeah,
2: maybe, Colonel Maybe they have,
3: they have 26 field Special agents. Special K. Uh, um.
0: Special Agent K. <laughs>
3: Or maybe they get promoted, and all of a sudden they get their name back. Yeah, maybe they because like Zed, that's true. Yeah, is but that, that could be considered uh, a Z, a Z for the alphabet. Yeah, right uh, in the can- Canada. America- <laughs> well, America's
2: one of the only countries that says a Z and not Z Fun fact. Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't know that. Man.
3: No, of course you wouldn't. wouldn't. The- <laughs> but the only thing, the other thing is, is, is uh, I think the ending to the eras- the erasing of of Kay's memory, Mm -hmm. I felt like that was very, I felt like that was very, uh, rushed Mm. to me. And I, I still, while I still like the movie, while I still like everything that happened upon this viewing, I'm like, you know, everything just happened. And all of a sudden it's just like, Oh, he's gone. Okay. Well, yeah. When you, especially when you consider that, like Like, like it's only been like two days. Yeah. It's only been, it's only been two days. And all of a sudden they have this guy that, you know, they, they have like an emotional attachment and then they go through this big old thing and they get back home and then all right, I'm done. I quit. <laughs> yeah, like Jay, that's
1: how you retire. Yeah, like Jay's barely been an agent. He's like, huh, you are good to go. Yeah. Like it's kind of like I, I might want to train him for a little bit longer.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, maybe if they like did like a uh it's like a time jump to like 6 months later. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know.
1: Maybe. Although it is I think I think in terms of how it's done, it's really cool. Sure, yeah. But it is kind of strange because the events of the movie aren't very long at all. So it's it makes you kind of think, of like, well, that's kind of a sudden
3: decision. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, and I, I didn't think about the fact that it's only, like, two days.
1: Maybe. Yeah. yeah. And I don't even know if that's necessarily. i it, it just, I don't remember there being a point where they were, like, <clears throat> where after Jay shows up, that they, like, go to bed. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like I don't remember there being like a second morning coming in. There's a moment where Jay walks up with coffee and goes, "How long? are how long?" uh says something like, "How
3: it, it, does anybody get any sleep get any get here?"
1: sleep and they say, "Well, we're working on a certain calendar that's a 36-hour day."
2: And it's like, "How does that even work?" Yeah. Aliens, man, aliens. That's what they do. Aliens. That's what they we're do. lit, and Bob. <laughs> I really like the. Again, there's just so many parts of this movie that I like. I like the training of Will Smith whenever they're recruiting all of those people yeah. and you know they do the best of the best of the best sir yeah. and with a, again my boy Captain a, America over here yeah and, and <laughs> again Will Smith is shown time and time again to be just like played off as a dork but what I picked up on this time is that he is smart mm-hmm. than you, smarter than you'd think and the scene where they're all taking their tests <laughs> and ripping it apart and everybody's struggling and then he's like well, I'm just gonna pick up this table like yeah, there's a big table in the middle of the thing that nobody's using and he just picks it up like it's and and causes a loud ruckus, but like he's smart. Yeah, that it, he is a smart person trying to find a place to write on this test. That shows cleverness and using your surroundings. And then the scene at the shooting range where he shoots a little girl in the head, mm-hmm. and everybody else is shooting aliens, and his explanations as to why he didn't shoot them well, make perfect sense in a, in a men-in-black kind in of it, a, a in setting. a thinking outside the body. He, didn't, he <laughs> didn't know what he was getting into. He didn't know about all the I aliens.
0: Think, I think the whole point, and what makes him a good agent, is that he brings street smarts to a group of book smart people. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But he's when, willing to look beyond. Like he,
2: he looks, thinks outside
0: the box. Yeah. He sees things in different ways.
2: But when he's talking about shooting little Tiffany in the head, it's like, shit, little eight year old white girl out here in the ghetto, surrounded by monsters, reading some quantum physics books, she about to start some shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so funny. And and, and again, he's not wrong. I like after after he well, after Zed
1: walks away, he kind of looks at the other army guys, and he's like. Good shot though, right? <laughs> <laughs> and
2: they're all like, oh, "Gee." It really is just a solid movie, and um, I, I really wish the other ones went up a little more. But um, <laughs> well, again, we'll talk about those next week. I want to talk about a line because we've kind of we're kind of yeah. in a
1: certain uh, when we're recording this podcast is in the midst of uh, con- coronavirus pandemic. It, you may what? be listening at another time. What is that? But uh, there's a line that I noticed Josh uh, shared on Facebook that I think about this line probably once a week because <laughs> of the uh, the business I work in, but I, I watched this movie when I was probably like 14 or 15 and rewatched it, and uh, this line stood out to me, and I think about this line all the time is where Jay is being uh, sort of convinced to join, and he says to Kay, why do you keep it a secret? People are smart. They would understand that there's aliens in the world, and, and Kay just kind of very succinctly says... The person is smart, but people are dumb, panicky animals, and he, he points out that Jay, of all people, should know that, being a cop, that like when you get people in large groups, they tend to panic, and so like convincing anybody of an idea, like an individual of an idea, is so much easier than convincing a crowd sometimes. Yeah. And <clears throat> um, and then you you know you maximize out to the population of the of the planet, it's just impossible to maintain information without it being, uh, you know, the telephone effect happening at some yeah. point. Um, and so like the movie kind of, it's, it's, it's a, at times a pretty smartly written movie. Um, but, uh, but obviously it, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a blockbuster. And so some, so there yeah. are some things that kind of, some concepts that don't necessarily get as fleshed out as they could. Um, but I thought it was kind of funny that, uh, we kind of watched it came. To, it came to us in this time.
0: Mm-hmm. It's always relevant, mm-hmm. it especially is.
2: now because
1: they people mean, in
0: groups always act less intelligently
2: yeah. than people individually. This is why we don't have toilet paper for our respiratory <laughs> illness <laughs> that's going well, around.
3: Well, and and he mentions in that little speech, he's like fifteen hundred years ago, everybody knew that the Earth was the center of the universe. Right. Hey, Five hundred <laughs> years ago, everybody knew that the Earth was flat. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember saying like. People still think that. People still think that. People uh, still think because that. Because it's true. true. I'm pretty sure. It's that. not. It's not.
2: I'm just kidding. Please don't send this mail. It's not. It's not for the love. Of not God, much, much risk of that. Mail.
3: It is a nice <laughs> round orb. What'd you say? Very uh, good. very good. The person that heard it needed to hear it.
2: Um, what do you guys think about the effects? Like. I think that overall the special effects look pretty good. I still.
3: think they, st- yeah, I think they hold up pretty well. I think the, the Edgar bug, mm-hmm. uh, the Edgar bug is, it hasn't aged a lot. I mean, hasn't aged, like, the effects haven't aged a lot. And I think that's, that's one of the things that stands out. Yeah. Especially, I mean, like, the makeup effects, but that's, yeah. we're not talking about that. No, I'm talking yeah. about any kind oh, of Oh, okay. Yeah. Well then, I will say, like, the Oscar for Best Makeup, and hair, best makeup and hair design, was well deserved. Yeah, no. because the way that the way that Edgar looks, the way that Edgar looks throughout the movie, and you can see his deterioration. Because mm-hmm. you can see like because he's just wearing dead skin. Mm-hmm. and You can see the discut like as the movie progresses, you can see down. the 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 discoloration of the right. skin, and you know you see like the uh, the eyes gray. yeah over. The
0: eyes are cataracting. Yeah. How interesting though that it wasn't nominated for best visual effects I, don't I know. know why
1: that's an odd thing yeah because I mean maybe they just re- maybe they thought some of the visual effects were regular makeup who knows because I mean even the, the, the alien at the beginning and all the different like suits yeah. that these aliens are wearing the little guy who's in the big guy's head
3: mm-hmm. um, well, well and also this was also the same year that it went up against Titanic right so, right, Titanic
0: I mean, won. That wasn't even nominated. Is what we're saying. Yeah, no, yeah. I, yeah, I get you. It, it, I think it should stand up there with the, the other nominees were Titanic, The Lost World, Jurassic Park, and Starship Troopers. There's
2: only three. Only three. Yeah, Yemen wow. and Black could have easily been nominated.
0: <clears throat> Yemen yeah, and Black won, best makeup. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, because like I was watching it, and uh, Mikey, the alien, at the very beginning, you mm-hmm. know, he looks like a combination of CGI and a practical effect, and it just looks really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I would say that. The Edgar bug is basically all CGI, and that, the way they shot it, it looks fine, but like, if you really look at it, it doesn't really have... I mean, it's 1998, and you can tell. But it still looks good. Yeah. Um, but all the practical effects that they do look great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Edgar looks great. Um, the the uh, guy's face opening up. That whole sequence that looks was amazing. Actually, it's and really cool. And, little worm guys. Yeah, and the little worm guys. Um, mm-hmm. And then... Frank. Frank. <laughs> Frank, Frank is another one. They yeah. did a good job with him. I pug. mean, he's a real pug, but... But they did the mouth They moving. did the mouth thing really well. And um, when David Cross is, like, gooped up on the ceiling, like, all of that looks really good. I know those are practical effects, yeah. but that just... I mean, practical effects, in my opinion, just go so much farther mm-hmm. and last and hold up so much better than generally, yeah. so much CGI because the technology changes over time. Yeah, and,
3: yeah. especially in this,
1: uh, What? Oh, I was going to say, they actually... Created a um, physical uh, puppet animatronic Edgar Bug for the final battle. Um, Rick Baker designed. You can actually um, just go into Google and type in Rick Baker, Men in Black, Edgar Bug, or you know, you know that type of search stuff, mm-hmm. and you can see um, the figure. And it was a full like size, like seven foot animatronic they made. Um, but they ended up not using it mostly because um, the scene that they played out with it. the they just didn't like how it pl- how it finished the story, um, because basically Jay distracts the bug with like a philosophical debate as opposed to a fight. Yeah, and um, they decided we should probably just have a fight. So they reshot it and just did it with a, a visual effects Edgar bug because they couldn't I don't know, they couldn't get the the, the puppet back again mm. for whatever reason. So it's really interesting because like they they we could have had like a really cool uh, practical Edgar bug i don't know what he's called but i call him edgar the edgar but i mean it's what he is he's a but i think the visual i think i think the 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 cgi edgar allowed them to do more Mm -hmm. allowed him uh, you know that they might not be able to do with the physical limitations of an animatronic Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. neat Do we want to talk about our female uh lead linda fiorentino yeah yeah yeah, she yeah, got used that?
2: and abused so much in this movie, that poor girl. She got yeah. zapped so many times. How many times you your flashy thing hurt? A couple. <laughs> did you, you worry about her getting game? brain damage?
1: Never hurt her in the past. <laughs> in the past, Kay. Uh, <laughs> I think she's really funny in this movie, and yeah. I think she plays off of Kay and Jay really well. I, I didn't realize how early
2: in the movie she shows up. No, th- I, I didn't know that was her that snuck into the... Uh interrogation room mm-hmm. that early no I had no idea and then just- but then it made so much more sense because then when you have that conversation about them each having kind of deja vu where they kind of recognized each other but they yeah. had both been neuralized by that point in time yeah. it makes so much more sense yeah. this is the first time that I've really ever picked up on that Yeah, and yeah it was. A, it's nice whenever you can watch a movie that's 20-something years old, been around your whole life, and you go, hey, I, I never got that ever, before. I never actually paid attention to My the
1: dumb child days. brain
3: didn't know. So, speaking of the Neuralizer, as much as I love it, one of the things that, at the end, whenever he pulls it up, he says days, months, years. Mm-hmm. Does that mean eventually that memory's going to come back?
2: I mean, no, yeah, they that's look. they're determining how many... How, far, how back, far back they need to
3: the memories zap your will brain. be zapped. Oh,
2: so like okay, if I okay. if
1: I said it to two years, you will forget the last two years of your life. Oh, okay, yeah. <clears throat> but uh... all right,
3: I didn't know that. I, <laughs> you know, like, like that's I, I had that misconception. I didn't know that's how that worked. Mm. So you
1: thought that was how long they lasted. How yeah, long, how long yeah. the effect lasted.
3: Yeah, that's because like in because like you know even then whenever they were standing there with the you know having the déjà vu, it's just like oh maybe the neuralizers. Maybe the neuralizer's got flaws. It's definitely the neuralizer is great because it's definitely one of the more iconic things
1: to come out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Such a simple thing, just a little tiny, a little a small prop, but um, and the sound effect of like a strobe light uh, recycling, yeah, just, and it's and it's played a hilarious effect. Um, it's one of those times where uh, if anybody else had been in the role, it might not have worked. But Will Smith just playing off the whole thing of like. You know, you kick him out. You know, <laughs> adding, embellishing on Is, what
2: what these new memories really are. Really and trying and to give him a good life. Yeah. Improve their standing, you know. Um, but no, it's good. And and I like that, going back to the female lead, I like that she came in to the fold. Because mm-hmm. the whole time she was like, yeah, aliens. You know, she seemed like the, she could have been the David Schwimmer. Yeah. Like David Schwimmer could play that part. <laughs> you know, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Doctor seems cool with it for some reason. A little conspiracy theory yeah. out there, um, but overall, just digging the alien stuff, and then they bring yeah. her in. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, she helped out quite a bit.
0: I liked her. She's good. She's good. Anything about I, this movie we did
3: not like? I already covered my. St- well, I, I didn't. <clears throat> I told. I, I pointed out something that I didn't. I didn't necessarily understand about mm. the the agents in the, in the, towards yeah. the ending, they did switch the suits, yeah. like, like, they did switch the suit and the sunglasses, like, towards yeah. the end.
1: Yeah, yeah, my, yeah, Jay, after, after Kay leaves, Jay brings in new hotness, they got cool yeah, new Yeah, he glasses, just got better style. Cool new suits, he makes it look good. Why is
0: it a thing, especially in, like, those type of 90s movies, that the movie has to end with a new suit? That's what it is. I feel yeah. like the Batmans did that, too. Yeah. It's like, we don't need a new suit at the end, yeah. why is this a trend? Well, it's it's, a, it's just a dumb night, well, I mean, especially because yeah. they didn't bring it back. And especially when your suits are suits, yeah. I don't need to see a new suit. Right? Yeah, he's, he's got
2: like a real fancy like, <laughs> like,
1: like, it, like it almost like, looks like a tu- yeah. it almost your suits like a almost look
0: the same. New fashionists, yeah. get out
1: of here. He got he's glasses. got the new he's got like the, the the oval glasses. I didn't like those. Yeah,
3: didn't like those suits.
1: Uh, and that's because you don't have Will Smith style. But I guess not. You but. know something I've always been uncertain on if it's good, if it's funny. Mm-hmm. Is the reveal of the universe being in a marble played yeah. by a giant alien. It's kinda goofy. Kinda playing on it's kinda goofy, right? It's kinda playing on the premise of that's happening in the earlier part of the movie where there's a galaxy contained in this tiny jewel. Uh well not that tiny, but a little jewel on Orion's belt. And uh it it obviously is like oh, people think the universe is, you know, as big as it gets, but then it's like revealed to be a tiny little ball being played by a big alien. It's a little cheesy for an ending, but yeah. it's also like I, you know, you, you get it. It's like, eh,
3: that's fun. It's
2: like a Twilight Zone kind of
1: ending. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: I don't have any problems with it.
3: No, no I no. can't really think of that. Man. No, like it's, it's still fun.
2: I will watch it if it's on. You know, this is the first time I've seen it in several years where it's like I've sat down to watch it. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good movie all the way around. I don't have. Any, I think it's funny. I think it's action packed. I think the casting is perfect uh the music is great <laughs> just the one song uh but it's fantastic i love it one of my faves mm-hmm. from the 90s cool how about
0: well, you yeah, well i kind of said what i thought okay I mean, I agreed with him about that ending as a little goofier. I probably wouldn't have put it in. Yeah. It doesn't really negatively affect it. No, no. I, don't, I just don't know that it positively. But if does you either. want, if you want me to nitpick something, exactly, words, like, I would then, nitpick that. That might that. I agree. I, I nitpick. It's stupid to change suits. I just don't understand the point yeah. of that. Like it's, the, it's those little things that that yeah. you could tell, they're either trying to follow a trend or just. I don't even know. Well, it's kind of like, that, it's like the... that
1: John Mulaney joke, and he was wearing glasses to show time had passed. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like he's wearing a new suit; hence, it's a few years after that last thing happened.
3: Yeah. Especially since, like, in the next movie, everything changes bad. back to the back to the same suits.
0: Yeah, uh, I could. Another thing I could nitpick is they know they're going to make a second one. Mm-hmm. I think it's dumb to erase Kiesmane memory knowing he's coming back. Yeah,
2: I
1: but I don't, did know, they know? Well, I I don't know, know. I don't know of they do. course they knew.
0: That's the did weird that? thing. Yes. Adult yes, yes. Sequels but were they not waited. a thing
2: in the nineties like but that. But they waited
0: like six years. What nineties did you live in? <laughs> they waited yes, six they years. Were. But not for something like that. Like you have They they created a whole franchise out of this in nineteen ninety seven. A few months after it came out they launched a television show, right. a video game line. They right. definitely signed these actors for multiple movies.
2: Right, but yeah. you don't we'll know that because after. like who uh, Men in Black, unproven. It's not like a Batman where he's been around forever. You have a solid lead, but this is, again, the one that solidified him, so you don't really know what he's capable of. Tommy Lee Jones does not seem like a guy who would just sign on to do multiple pictures. I mean, Mm -hmm. he seems like a grumpy old man outside of acting. And yet,
0: he's the kind of guy who would sign for multiple pictures. You think so? He did!
2: (laughs) But you don't know that, because, like... You don't, I don't know the he man. came, he <laughs> came I, back, I, but he was only in the third one I, for a little bit. And I, who knows if he was coaxed into being like, well, it's uh, been six years, let's bring it back and let's do this movie again. And he's like, uh, all right, fine. But you don't uh, know, he signed in advance. I don't think he probably signed, I don't think he probably signed them to a multi-picture deal with this. No. But, I
1: think it's
0: extremely naive to think
1: they didn't plan a second. I think, come on. It, I think when it opened... They don't have any proof that it's going to be successful. Yeah, they don't they think for it
0: could have flopped, but I'll tell you what, when, after they got
1: those opening weekend numbers back, I bet you they had them on the phone saying, how yeah. do you feel about a sequel? And they both were like, I'll be down. And then it took, you know, four years to get into development.
2: No. I don't think they would have signed him that quickly. I think that they would have been like, this is cool. Uh, let's see what happens. But I don't think that at that point in time, for something like that, they had planned that far ahead to do multiples.
3: Because uh, the yeah, fact
2: that a sequel didn't come out in 99, it blows my mind.
3: Right, okay. Or 2000. I actually kind of agree with you on that, and here's why. in Because, like, sequels... I mean, yes, yeah, sequels were... sequels were kind of an up-and-coming thing. around. That no,
0: year. what but, are but, you talking you about? You've gone through so many 80s se- sequels crazy. and 90s sequels. You are... Do not... Do not re- change okay. history here. Yeah.
3: Okay.
1: <laughs> now, yeah. I will... They were not... They were not pre-planned as much as they are today. Like, these days, some movies won't even get greenlit if there's not a chance that it be, that it's like going to have like two or three movies in it. Mm-hmm. But, I th- but, they didn't necessarily say like, okay, uh, Will, Tommy, we're thinking three movies at least with this. We're going to sign you to a five picture deal just in case. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they signed him to this movie. It was a hit. They called them back like the week after the first numbers came in. They said, how would you guys feel about a sequel? And, they either said yes or was schedule permitting or whatever.
3: But, but it may have been like one of those situations with like, say, like um, like Jurassic Park or even Mission Impossible where it took so long to develop a story. Because in between, in between uh, first Mission Impossible and the second Mission Impossible was four years. This one was also four years. They wanted to go with a story that was well enough, mm-hmm. that, that did okay enough. To where they were just like, all right, we'll 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 do this one. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I was thinking. That's kind of what I was. want well, it's not, li- yeah. So what?
1: And it's not like based off like a book series or something like that, yeah. where you like you kind of have
3: an idea going in. We're gonna make multiple. Reviews. Yeah, and especially this one, you don't have a lot to go off of in terms of like the original material because mm. you only Well, act- none of us have read it. Let's yeah. not act like we know. I'm, I'm just, you know just saying. I'd be surprised though. if they adapted direct stories. Uh, but, I'd yeah. be surprised if the
1: first one's even a real direct adaptation. Yeah.
3: You
1: know, mm-hmm. yeah, I bet there's like tiny things
3: that are similar. But that's what I'm saying in terms of in terms of like the '90s sequels. Mm-hmm.
1: It was a little bit more fly by the seat of, your, by the, by the seat of their pants back then. Mm-hmm. Like a movie could get if a movie get, like just suddenly got big, hey, let's start working on a sequel now. Yeah, but like I don't know if people thought about it. I don't know if if execs thought about it to that degree. They would just start... They would just green light sequels that didn't need to happen.
3: Yeah.
2: As opposed to, like, planning for franchises. Mm. And I would imagine the TV show came out of the success of The Aliens. You'd be like, this is marketable. Mm. We can sell alien toys. We can sell this. It was successful with parents and kids. Like, let's throw a TV show up there. Sell those alien toys. Mm. Put it out in McDonald's Happy Meals or whatever and... And they'll go from there.
3: Yeah, you ever watched the animated series? Yeah,
0: I did. Yeah, but like the, the series also came out three months after the movie. That was in development before the movie came out.
2: Mm. I didn't yeah. realize the time frame on that. The that movie came out in
0: July. Out. The show premiered in October. They they planned a franchise. I, yeah. I'm 100 convinced they planned a franchise. Yeah, maybe. I mean, at the very least, you don't spend that much more, merch that fast. But a lot
1: more. <laughs> it was a, it was way more common for t- for movies to get t- like animated series. In I the agree 90s with that. Yeah, today. for sure. I don't know why you don't see more of that today, really.
0: Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, like, I guess it depends because it seems like there's a ton of Marvel TV series. Disney pushes out that stuff. I was gonna well, say they're not necessarily directed. Disney, Disney does, but, but like
1: they've also most of their stuff is like older stuff. That, like you could say, oh, well, you yeah, know, there's a couple of, of Star Wars animated series, but they're not really. About, they're not like they're not like made in the same way that those 90's ones were made where it was like it's the same characters from the show and it's the exact same thing we just, we're just we just ignoring the ending of the show of the movie and it's like the characters just kept going for 10 years cause like in the in the cartoon like K never got deneralized they just ignore the ends of the movie and just yeah. go with it
3: <laughs> yeah
1: and Elle just joins the team and is blonde <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, you want to talk about the box
1: office numbers? Let's run through the box office numbers real quick. We'll hop in the Wayback Machine. I haven't got that jingle worked out yet, but I, I, have a th- I have a tune. I just have to find good music for it. Oh, me. good. Uh, so, will um, take it. Where am I? Men in Black debuted the weekend of July 4th, way back in 1997. It finished number one with a three day opening total of $51 million, which was a pretty big pretty, opening in 1997. Big Um, also in the top five that weekend, you had, um, Face Off, (laughs) Disney's Hercules. I like how you did that. (laughs) (laughs) Loosely my Nick Cage. Um, Disney's Hercules, My Best Friend's Wedding, Julia Roberts. Yep. Mm -hmm,
3: mm -hmm, Richard mm -hmm. Gere, maybe? Yeah. No. No. Hard to remember. I don't know. You
1: got like a 40% chance. Yeah. Julia Roberts that Richard Gears, might be in. And uh, coming in at number five is Batman and Robin. Um, so, uh, obviously, Men in Black dominating the money side, $51 million. You had Face Off with 16. Hercules uh, was in its fourth weekend with 12. My Best Friend's Wedding was in weekend three. It made 10. And Batman and Robin coming in with $8 million that weekend. Um, so, only one sequel in the top five that weekend. That was uh, Batman and Robin. Uh, men in black would finish with over 250 point dollars in the United States over its 22 week run you add 337 from foreign markets so It gives you a worldwide total of 587 point7 unadjusted
2: Wow cool. it's a
1: pretty pretty big hit and um, it would end up being the uh, number two movie of 1997 behind uh, a unstoppable well a very stoppable ship.
3: You mean unsinkable?
1: Yeah. All right. Well, it couldn't be sunk at the box office because it made $600 million. It was the movie Titanic, um, which, you know, it's kind of funny. Like, Men in Black opened to $51 million. You know what Titanic opened to? Like, it was
3: very low, I think. It was
1: $28 it? million. Yeah.
3: Like, it, just, it just stood <laughs> at number one. Didn't oh, you? yeah. Boy.
1: Oh, yeah. It just, I mean, like, consistently week in, week out, it would drop, like, barely any. Yeah, like like the next weekend. I don't know. I'll, we'll have to talk about Titanic someday in the future. Um, there's no sequel there, but well, just for the just for the sake there's of not with, with
3: that convo. attitude. Just
1: for the sake of the uh, just for the sake attitude. of the box office combo because <laughs> movies like that, my big fat Greek wedding, uh, Avatar, the way that they sustained their their money, like barely dropping for week to week, it's kind of crazy. Um, number three from that year and the highest grossing sequel. Is uh, the Lost World Jurassic Park? Liar, liar comes in at number four and number five for the year. Air Force One. All right. Yep. Some other not honorable. Some yeah. Not, some other honorable mentions. Nineteen ninety-seven was, of course, the year of the special edition Star Wars. Mm-hmm.
3: So you had oh, New yeah. Hope,
1: Empire Strikes Back, and uh, Return of the Jedi in theaters again. Um, I saw
3: that. I saw two of those.
1: Yeah. I I, I mean Never. they were on VHS sh- not long after, so th- those are the only versions I think I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever got to see the original cuts. Or at least if I did, I've forgotten most of them. Yeah, I don't Um, know. Also coming out that year, some honorable mentions. Tomorrow Never Dies. Uh, We talked about Batman and Robin. Scream 2, Flubber. I know what you did last summer. Flubber was bad. Uh, A movie that's... What? um, I did not like Flubber. You don't like Flubber?
3: No.
2: What was wrong
1: with you? What were you, 25 when that movie came out? (laughs) We were seven. That movie was the best for a seven-year-old. Um, a movie that's gotta be one of Garrett's uh, Good Burger movies. Uh, a movie called The Sixth Man. I vaguely remember, you remember this. Yeah. This is where uh, he Whitey's dies. Brothers play. Right? Yeah, he's got a ghost brother that plays play basketball. basketball with him. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. um, We talked about Best Picture stuff that year. Titanic won, obviously. Some other so some of the other movies that were big that, that were that were nominated that year. As good as it gets. L.A. Confidential. The Full Monty. Good Will Hunting. Yeah, you know good year we've actually never uh, done a movie in 1997 before huh. so it's the first time we've been to that oh, yeah okay well how
0: about that
1: it's crazy to think with all the sequels that they, that came out that year um and all the franchises
2: that started um but yeah that's it uh, that's all i got <laughs> who's running the game
0: uh no one knows so i'll do it
2: wait i won oh did you i won last okay, week i listened. Great. <laughs> It's been a while since we've done a regular show, regular show.
0: Yep, yep. So what we're
2: doing, Jesse You
0: want to do the intro for this? Sure. This is the the letter the unnamed Letterbox game. <laughs> um, we used to do Rotten Tomatoes. Now we do Letterbox because we like it better. Yes. Um, letterbox movies are rated on a scale of uh, stars. Five stars is the highest. Mm-hmm. And basically, we're gonna look at what the average rating is. Mm-hmm could be 2.3 could be 4.7 yep something like that we're all going to guess and whoever gets it closest wins yeah
1: you guess at home you know basically <laughs> like Josh said scale of essentially 50 could be anywhere from 1.0 to 5.0 Five.
0: although i don't think there's any f- movies with 5.0 parasite? Nope. No parasite no think no parasite i it's it. 4.9 ah. yeah. so a <laughs> um, bunch
2: of jerks yep
0: this movie has
1: been uh, seen uh, by 269,000 people on Letterboxd, or at least have claimed to have seen it, and uh, it's got 3.4 thousand reviews. So, pretty good.
2: What is the Men in Black's rating on Letterboxd? See now, here's the problem. Here's the problem with this, because we just did Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I'm comparing it to Lord of the Rings in my brain, right? Which is going to get me in trouble. And you know what Lord of the Rings got. I know. They all got the same thing. They all got 4. They all got <sighs> So, I'm going to give it a 3 exactly. 3.0 from Garrett. Andrew. I'm going I'm to
1: give it a 3.7. 3.7 from Andrew. That's what I was going to say.
0: <laughs> I'm <laughs> going to give it
1: 3.5. 3.5 from Josh. The winner, with an exact right answer, is Josh. Oh, 3.5. point five. Three point five. I'll read some. I'll read some reviews here. Please do. Uh, from our patron, Art uh, uh, Arch.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: only caught part of part of the first act, but still great. <laughs> okay um cool. hang on and i got i got others here but i wanted to read
2: that arch come on man you mean to tell me i know you i'm gonna text you here in a minute he's only seen he's only you seen, only part, seen of part of Minim black i'm
1: gonna have to talk uh a guy named patrick who's got a lot of followers on letterbox calls it one of the best most accurate movies about living in new york city
3: yeah I mean,
1: <laughs> uh, which we didn't even talk about that plays a big component is I the idea that like they're in new york
0: city by most popular review
1: yeah, and then uh, uh, a guy named Branson says this is better than Ghostbusters, and if you disagree, you're a boomer, not ready for the comments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, dis- I do disagree. I think if I think you know what, it's I never really thought than about it. I never really thought about it. It is better than Ghostbusters, but I never really thought about it. It kind of does fit in that same wheelhouse, though, right? It is in the same yeah. wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. You could call it sort of a, not really supernatural, but a sort of supernatural. Really, Twenty comedy.
0: years have passed since Men in Black came out. I don't think it made the the impact the Ghostbusters Yeah, well, you're a boomer, so... Um, I'll take
1: it. Someone just called it Fantastic Aliens, where to find them. Uh, That's that's all I care to read. There's a lot of other people who have... who are praising Will Smith uh, and his uh, start.
0: Yep, Yep, yep. Rightly so.
1: So what do we give it? Four and a half.
0: For me. I'd give it a four and a half. I'd give it a solid four. I'd I, 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 I give it the three and a half. I, oh, I agree with know. the letterbox. Too.
1: There you go. I like it a little more than the letterbox does, but.
3: It's a good nostalgia factor. Yeah.
1: Look, I will never not enjoy watching Men in Black. Like, if Men in Black yeah. ha- happens to be on when I was a kid and it happened to be on TV, I would watch it because A, I enjoyed the watching it, it was a fun movie, but B, the TBS uh, 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 replacement words were hilarious. Mm-hmm. There's a mo- part in the movie where Will Smith yells at the top of his lung at Tommy Lee Jones, we ain't got time for this cover-up BS. He sells bullshit, right? Yeah. But the the TBS edit goes, we ain't got time for this
2: cover-up nonsense. <laughs> and they really had to stretch it out. And then, Who do you think they get to voice those? Is it you think they get some, the actors to do it, or is some, it just oh, like some random probably,
1: dude? No, Probably some impressionist comes in and does the best they can. Yeah. There's another moment where <laughs> uh, Tommy Lee Jones says... I'm going to tell you something about all your skills, kid. As of right now, they mean absolutely dick. Mm-hmm. In TBS edit, I remember this so vividly. He just turns around and he says, I mean absolutely nothing. <laughs> and it's like that that inclination, that, like, that intonation of like, it's not even like kind of like sounds like what he might have said. Just absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's like so clearly edited. But I have a lot of fond memories of watching this on like
0: TBS and stuff.
1: So nice. four. So four for me.
0: So our average our, rating. Our collective average rating is 4.0. 4.0 wow. even. Wow. Yep. Well, yep, yep. I'm fine with that. So that will be. I will. I will add that review to our letterbox to count. The so many sequels letterbox to count. Which mm-hmm. you can follow that there and all of us on our individual accounts. Uh, that's it for this week. We'll be back next week or whenever, obviously, with Men Black 2 because that's what we're doing. Um, find us online on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Also, Patreon. Arch needs a buddy. <laughs> yeah. He's the solo patron right now. <laughs> he does. So let's hook him up with another patron friend. Yeah, <laughs> help support us. Uh, patri- what is that? Patreon.com slash so many sequels? Yeah.
1: Patreon.com slash so many sequels. You can be a patron at $1 or $3 if you just, like, really like us. It's you really be $100. really cool. Uh, we've got some perks on there. We're adding some more. Uh... We just really the main thing is we really would love to hear from you. So uh, let us know what you thought of Men in Black. know uh, we have what well, I'm going to upload the um, I'm going to upload the uh, the the, po- uh, the, the gosh, community post. There you go. Uh, with the episode, this uh, you know uh, right after this goes up. And so let us know what you thought. And we'll, maybe we'll read your comments uh, when we do uh, some uh, Men in Black three.
2: Yeah. One thing we didn't talk about real quick, just the song. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. Thumbs up. Okay. Yeah, lot of just fun. making sure. Just making sure. Ha, ha, I ha, didn't ha. want to open up a new discussion, but.
0: Dot dot the man in black. <clears throat> cool. Well, that's it for us. Find us at all those places I mentioned earlier. Subscribe to the show in your favorite podcasting app. And until next time. What do you got? Nothing? I don't have one. He's speechless. <laughs> yeah. You should, realize <laughs> you, should
1: add, you should just add the neuralizer sound effect. You know the difference
0: between other podcasts
3: and us? We make this look good. That was on your feet.